Are you getting me excited on purpose? Is it blueberries? Is no. it, <gasps> is it blueberries and strawberries? I think it was just blueberries. Welcome, everybody, to the Bob and Katie Show. I'm not ready. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> well, well I'll, I'll wait. <clears throat> Rain warned me. <clears throat> I'm Katie. And I'm Bob. I'll tell you what, it's good to be back in the kingdom. For what, I, like home? I traveled home? the uh, the land to a new and frightful place for work. Had to leave you at home with the kids by yourself for a few days. Is that Mike giving you problems? Yeah. That was unprepared. I think, I if, think you, if you'd like, we could do a podcast together. What? That's what we're doing. No, that's what I was doing. You, you've been playing with mics and flipping phones around and not responding to me. So what do you think? Well... It wasn't. It wasn't too bad. My sister came and stayed the first two nights with me, mm-hmm. so I did have another adult here, which is nice. What'd you guys do? <laughs> Looked after kids. Like, yeah, she was here for two days, and I'm like, we didn't do anything. <laughs> we cared for children, <laughs> fed them, clothed them, bathed them, and then it's time to go to sleep and do it all over again. Most of my days are like that. Like I look back and I'm like, it's nighttime, and I'm like, oh my god, where where did the day go? All the time. So what you're saying is, when I leave the kingdom, you struggle to uh, to keep it going. I mean, I survived. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give credit where credit's due, Bob. Come on. <clears throat> I do look after them on my own the majority of the time. You know, I talked about you while I was gone. Mm. And you you don't really know anything about it yet. Oh, my God. So I recorded a podcast uh, without you, which was very odd. Right. Because it was, it's because I complete you, isn't it? Say it. Say it. You you're right. It. You're right. I complete you. What? <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I threw you off big time. Boom. I love it when I can make you lose your train of thought. I know where I'm at. It's like a challenge. I know where I'm at. I'm good at this. Well, I recorded the podcast. Uh, Mike and I recorded, uh, and it's for his show. I think it's going to come out like a month, maybe. He he stays like ahead. Of, he's way better at this than like we are when it comes to like organizational stuff. Mm-hmm. Like his his next episode that he's going to record, he has it in his calendar. What time it is? You know, this episode. I wish we were half that organized. This episode, like just half, just take like half of his organization yeah. and apply it over here. Because it's a struggle. I mean, I have that big behind calendar on the wall in the mm-hmm. kitchen, which I can't really survive without. Well, it is February 9th, and just a couple of days ago, I'm pretty sure it said December on it. I did miss almost most of January, <laughs> and I suffered because of it. Mm-hmm. You're right. Now, our episode, this one that we're recording right now, I'm I'm home with you, obviously. It's the daytime, and we put the kids down for a nap, and I was like, let's record something real quick. So we we had no... There was no plan. All spontaneous like and stuff. That's right. That's why we've wasted everybody's time so far for about three minutes because we're just we're trying to like figure it out as we go. Like this spon- being spontaneous stuff. What is this all about? Yeah. When, when you have three children that are four and under you, there's not a whole lot of um, spontaneous things going on. Right. So anyways, I talked about you. Um, you did something that some might refer to as um, creepy. Or, um, cool. Like there's, there's two different directions you could go with it. Mm-hmm. You and your best friend, Megan, went and got a tattoo. So why don't you, uh, why don't you tell, tell the listeners about that? 
Well, this is nothing new. Megan and I have gotten tattooed together several times. This is our third? Mm-hmm. This is our third one, I think? Um. Anyway, none of our tattoos are identical. Anyway, so this one, um, she got the name of a song with uh, the Peter Pan stars. You know, second star to the right. Okay. Um, I got those same Peter Pan stars, and I got the name of a song as well. So what was the name of her song? Uh, Awake My Soul. And who do you know who that is? Mumford and Sons. Oh, okay, cool, cool. And and what did you get? I got Let It Happen. Okay, which is by MXPX. Right. So you thought it would be cool um, if you could get it written in Mike's signature. Like not his like signature, not like his signature. Like can I have your signature, Mike? Hit like his his yeah, handwriting. Just like him to write it down. So uh, you asked me if I would ask him. Yeah, because I had I had, I actually I got the idea from the very first tattoo that Megan and I got together. Our very first tattoo. Um, we have we each have one Chuck Taylor Converse shoe mm-hmm. on our arm, and on my shoe I have her initials. Like written on the side of the sole because we used to always write on our shoes, our Converse, like back in the day. And so I have her initials, and it's her actual handwriting. Like the stencil before he put it on my arm, he got her to write her initials, and then I did the same on hers. And so I was like, "Oh, it'd be really cool if it was in Mike's handwriting." Well, Which I, I thought was a great idea at first. And then I was like, oh, the, <laughs> oh, this is great. I can get Bob to ask him because, I mean, you're in contact with him regularly anyway because yeah. of your post-production work on his podcast and stuff. So Now, let me ask you this. If I didn't know him, okay, there was no tie to it at all, would you have gotten that same song? What, what do you mean? Like you, you got Let It Happen tattooed yeah. on your foot. You would have picked that song regardless, right? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure, like, you didn't just pick that because I could get his signature or his handwriting. No, I picked it. Well, it's one of my favorite MXPX songs. One of, because I have, there are many. Right. But that one is special in particular because the episode of our podcast that we had Mike come on, he, I asked him to sing a song and he said yes. And that's the song. He, he asked me what song, and that's the song that I asked him to sing, and he did. You know what? I forgot all about that. That's so cool. That's, that's a cool memory. Yeah. So, yeah. So, to him, he did a podcast with these people, right. a, a, a man and a wife, and the wife was like, can you sing me a song, Mike? <laughs> that is not even how I said it. And I said, sing us a you song. Did, I said, us. You did. And I was the one going, no, she means, because she means her. You didn't believe I would do it. I saw both your face and Tim's face because Tim was there in the studio mm-hmm. with us while we were recording. Right. And y'all didn't believe that I would ask him. Y'all were like, that's crazy. Y'all didn't think I had the balls to ask him. And whenever I asked him <laughs> if he would sing us a song, both of you guys, your mouths were like, just agape. Okay. So let's, let's, I'm going to start this over. From Mike's point of view, this uh, this husband and wife did a podcast with him, and the wife was like, "Can you sing me a song? Or sing us a song?" And mm-hmm. then he sang it, you know. And and it was, I would like to think that he sang it because he was cool with it. But we did kind of just like ask him, you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm fully aware. I put him on the spot, and he was cool enough to agree. He didn't yeah. have to. And no, I told him didn't. I was like, it doesn't have to be like a whole song. Right. Even if he like just sang like a line out of a song, I would have been happy. Yeah. But he sang the whole song. He did. 
With like no hesitation. He was like, sure, what song? And then you know what happened next? He glided across the room and grabbed a guitar. That's what happened next. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. He was in a rolly chair. So he sings this song to this woman he's never met before. He has met me before. He doesn't remember We have me. met. But you I know have, what I mean. I've met him twice before. See? Yes. You, you and 2,000 other people that were standing in line trying to touch you. <laughs> and then this same woman, a year later... <laughs> gets a copy of his handwriting <laughs> and tattoos it to her body. <laughs> See, life, it's all about perspective. It really, really is. It really is. Perspective is reality. Mm-hmm. And I just pray to God that's not Mike's reality. Because <laughs> I'm like a stalker. Oh. Uh. <laughs> It's so creepy. I have another man's handwriting tattooed on my You don't even have... Yes, yeah, right. You don't even have my handwriting. <laughs> I have another man and another woman's handwriting tattooed on my body. So, so can, wait, can I, can I write something and you get it tattooed on your body? You know, I mean, if it was that important to you, it depends what you would want to write. Mine. I would let you do that. Yeah? Where do I get to put it? <laughs> like, oh, my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? I, don't, I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then it's a date. So you have a uh, you have a tattoo appointment November. Yes. We're just gonna we're gonna tack that on. <laughs> I mean, it won't be nothing. Like he'll be tattooing, be like, all right, Katie, flip over, drop your pants oh a little bit, God. put the stencil of my handwriting on it. it. Just says mine. It wouldn't take but it, like two three minutes. To <laughs> oh, tattoo I know. It tops. <laughs> well, that's that's oh happening. Ugh. Okay, quick. What's the ugliest animal alive? Those ugly dogs. You know that they have. That you know the world's ugliest dog competitions. No, uh, that's incorrect. Try again. I thought this was like subjective. <laughs> I didn't know that was a right and wrong answer. <laughs> Try again. Um, like, are, are you, you mean like breed? No, I just. Like, or are you mean like, one? Like, think about specific? the weirdest looking specific animal. Weird. I want your opinion, like your honest opinion on the ugliest, weirdest looking animal. Oh my, like out of every animal yeah, out in of the everything. entire yeah, world? stop dragging it on. Give Holy me moly. Come on. I don't even know. That's like, because I mean, all the birds, all the all the animals here on the land, all the animals in the ocean, yeah. those goblin sharks, those things are pretty cool. No, you can't pay anything out of the ocean. Why? What you you're not informing me of all the rules ahead of time. This isn't fair. Are there any more rules I should know about? No, no. Just give me a weird animal. Like no animals that start with the letter E. <laughs> okay. No animals that start with the letter E. Oh my goodness. The weirdest, ugliest animal. Let's just like a weird animal. Um I don't there's so many animals that I find nasty and creepy. You know one okay, uh let's narrow it down the ones that have bills. That have bills? Yeah. Like ducks? Like a platypus? Oh, that's really weird that you would Is you that would the guess right answer? The right answer. No, there's no right answer. Is this whatever sure answer? Not okay. But it's really weird that you said platypus because I actually happen to have a list right here of all kinds of weird things about platypuses. Have is, you ever is that read the, about platypuses? Is that the correct um, plural form of platypus? That is actually one of the first things it talks about. Really? Yes. I don't think I can say the words, but I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> okay. Um, platypuses. And then it's got like the, what is it? What is the little? Parentheses? S- yeah, yeah. Platypods or platypi are also. Platypi. Oh my God. That's also fantastic. technically correct. So platypuses, when you, when you say, so if you have a platypus, right? And you put another platypus with it, that's platypuses or. Platypi. Platypi. That's. Platypods. 
Or platypi. That's what you said. Or platypi. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. Platypi? Platypi. Look at that platypi. I just want to say that word. Platypi. So they don't have a stomach. What happens to their food? Do they just like, is it just like in out? Yeah, it's like a tube. Like straight. It just goes, (laughs) and just comes out and splatters on the How can that even be effective nourishment? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Platypuses aren't the only animals to forego an acid-producing part of the gut. Um, uh, nearly a quarter of living fish all have a gullet that connects directly to their intestines. So oh, it's like pelicans? Of, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they huh. don't have a stomach. This one's really cool. Their bill gives them a quote-unquote sixth sense. Like spidey sense? Yeah. So as they're going through the woods, they shake real violently, and then they can dodge danger. What are you talking about, spider sense? <laughs> Uh, you know, you're kind of right, though. A platypus right? bill. You just sit there and make fun of me. And go, <laughs> well, you know, that kind of uh, that's not that's not uh, at all inaccurate. A platypus's bill is comprised with thousands of cells that give it sort of a sixth sense, allowing them to detect the electric fields generated by all living things. Kind of like sharks. Yeah, it's so sensitive that they can hunt with their eyes closed. What do they eat? Their ear. They could hunt just using their bill. Like that, you could. They could. You could stuff their ears, shut their eyes, and they could just. Hunt I didn't realize with their bill. that the this is a pla- magical the, animal. I didn't realize platypi were so yeah. Like um, I don't even know the word I'm looking for. Awesome. Listen to this. Number three. They used to be giant. <laughs> what? <laughs> the ancient like version. big? I don't know. I'm getting ready. To, I haven't read this. Oh. This is new to me. Are you reading it? I want to know how big were they? The ancient versions of a lot of modern animals, including penguins, were oversized monsters compared to the animals we know today. And Could platypuses you imagine a like monster a penguin? <laughs> it, it would have to make a god-awful noise, right? Like loud. Oh my gosh. Like if it was the size of like a Great Dane or something. Yeah. I mean, because how big are platypi actually? I mean, I think I've seen them before like they're, at a you zoo. Know, they're a little bit bigger than ducks. Like, yeah, like the size of like a dog. Right. Uh, platypuses are no different. In 2013, the discovery of a single tooth helped researchers identify a prehistoric platypus that was more than three feet long. Double the size of the modern animal. So three feet long. So that thing was like, like, that's big. Mm. Like, that's scary. You ever had a duck or like a goose or something (laughs) run at you at the park? It's horrifying. They, when they're running at you, like, they are horrifying creatures. Okay, number four. Unless you read this one, we're only going to read nine. Because I can't even read the first word in the sentence. What? Okay, let me see so it. So you're smarter <laughs> than me. You take this one. <laughs> what was that puff of air that just came Mon- out of you? Monotreme? Monotreme? I guess. I don't What does that mean? It, it, it Well, this, this says monotreme means single hole in Greek. Platypuses are one of only five species of extant montronome. Monotri- mono mono I'm making up words now. Ex- extant monotremes. Just them and four species of inch Oh my god. Skip to number 5. We're done with that one. Everybody knows how dumb we are now. These egg-laying 
mammals get their name from the hole that serves as both the anus. Oh no! And a oh no! Oh no! Urinogenital opening. <gasps> so they pee and poop and lay eggs out of the same hole. In 2008, scientists deciphered the entire DNA of the duck-billed platypus and determined that, in accordance with the animal's somewhat bizarre appearance, the platypus shared genes with reptiles, birds, and mammals. How, how does that happen? Wow. So they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not done yet. Y'all are supposed to be upstairs watching a movie. Do you want to say hello to everybody? <laughs> if you got, if you guys come here and say hello to everybody, we'll get you some gummies. How does that sound? Come here to the mic. Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Pretty good. <laughs> What's your name? You say hey. Mine. Stop talking, baby. Say hello, my. You want them gummies? You better talk right. Come on. Hello, my name is Riley. <laughs> <laughs> good job. That was a good job. Can you count to ten for me? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. Okay, let me ask you one more question. You get your gummies, okay? What? What? Reagan. Your name's Reagan. What's one plus two? Uh, three. That's right. Good, Good job. job dude. What's two plus two? Four. My man, you get some gummies, homie. <laughs> All right, say bye. Bye. Hey, give me a pack of them gummies too. Okay, since you're reading now, I'm gonna eat some of these gummies the kids got because we took a tiny little break on our diet, and I ain't had a gummy in a long time. And this, thing, oh my god, they are delicious. <laughs> Ooh, so you, read the hey, one? you gotta remind me. Mm, this gum is so good. You gotta remind me to tell you about the yogurt, okay? Okay. When we're done talking about this platypus, you get rub. I, I gotta tell you about this yogurt. All right, go ahead. <coughs> Sorry, hold on. My throat's scratching. Let's finish this conversation about this animal that poops, pees, and lays eggs out of Listen the same hole. Okay. Number five, they nurse without nipples. Although platypuses are born out of leathery eggs, the babies nurse from their mother. Female platypuses, however, don't have nipples. Instead, do they suck the milk out of that same hole? <laughs> We're about to find out. Their milk is released out of mammary gland ducts on their abdomen. The babies drink it up by sucking it out the folds of their mother's skin. That is disgusting. Or her fur. So she doesn't. Ha it's basically the same. She just don't have the nipples, and it just leaks out, and they just lick it up. I'm glad that's not how humans nurse. Could you imagine if when I was nursing our children, nurse? I mean, like milk just poured out basically, of the folds of my skin, and our children just licked it up. <laughs> basically, it sweats milk. <laughs> that's what it sounds like, pretty much. And then it gets In moist, there. and the little little. <laughs> Okay. Can we? Can you own a platypus? Like, can we get one? I, um, I, I doubt it. We can't have one. No, we don't even have so much as a goldfish. We're not getting a platypus. But I'm getting a fence. We keep it outside in the backyard. How cool no. would that be if we owned a platypus? I don't think our HOA would be okay with that. I know we're not allowed to have farm animals, so it's I not a farm animal. I know. That's what I'm saying. If we can't even have a chicken, then we probably can't have a platypus if we have hanging a, out in the backyard. If we have a fence and we put we the platypus. We have alligators in that pond that's just like a, a few houses over. It if, would probably eat it. If we had a platypus in the fence and the HOA, HOA said anything, we could just be like, we don't know where he came from. He got in the fence and couldn't get out. We You're going to have PETA coming after us. 
You better hush. With that kid from The Hunger Games? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right, number six. The males have venomous spurs. Holy crap. Platypuses are... Do those come out of that hole? <laughs> I don't think so. I want to know what else comes out of that hole. Platypuses are one of just a few venomous mammals, which is one of their more reptilian characteristics. But unlike snakes, a platypus's venom isn't in his teeth. Instead, males have a hollow spur on each hind leg from which venom is dispensed, but only sometimes. Although the spur itself is always there, the venom gland to which it is connected is seasonally activated and only produces venom during mating season, indicating that its use is for fending off competing males. Oh, snap. Dang. That's, that's, that's hardcore right there. Are you okay? You're just like sitting there with your mouth wide open. I, that's, that's crazy. What if that's how you had to win my love? I'm you had to go, go out and fight somebody for me. Like you had spurs on your heels that shot out venom. Like a cowboy. Yeah. And you had to go <laughs> fight for my love. <laughs> you, why and are you privilege, laughing? The you privilege think- to mate with me. Your legs are so muscular. I mean, I think you would stand a really good chance of winning. So I feel like I picked a good mate. (laughs) I did well. So you picked a good mate because I have freakishly muscular legs. Yes. And and a a soft upper body According to platypus logic, I picked a winner. You did. So I'm the platypus of the humans. Is that what? Is that what you're saying? I don't think that's what I'm saying. Or I'm the platypus. I don't think that's what I'm saying. The animal kingdom. You're comparing me to a platypus. I I guess I I do. I do have an overly sensitive nose. Number seven. They have retractable webbing. So now I'm like Spider Man. No, I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. I will take that all day long. Although, although they can Spider only, Bob episode two. <laughs> although they can only stay submerged in water for a few minutes, they are mammals after all. Platypuses are much better suited to scooting around in water than they are on land. Much like an otter, they prune their thick coat to add air bubbles and act as insulation in the cool rivers where they hunt. Out on land, the platypus's short limbs mean it has to exert thirty percent more energy than it than a similarly sized land-based mammal just to move around. All that said, they do have one particular adaptation to ease their terrestrial travel. The webbing between their front claws, a boon when paddling through streams. A boon? What does that mean? I don't know. Is it like a paddle? I guess. I don't know. Retracts. They have a utility belt. Retracts when the platypus ambles up the riverbank to expose sharp claws. Wow. So they got little legs? Yeah. I am like like a platypus. There's a picture of like a full body picture. Could you imagine that? Three feet long, two feet high, just like charging at you. I mean, it's a, it's a kind of freaky, freaky animal. And then it was talking about being venomous. That's probably the reason why you can't own one. Oh yeah. What happened to Bob? Well, he decided to own a platypus and it killed him during mating season. (laughs) (laughs) Number eight. Scientists thought the side note, Katie's pregnant. What? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> She's having some platypi. Um. <laughs> People are like that's how all them different species got 
got mixed together. Platypus is going out raping things. <laughs> what? How, what? How did you? Number eight. I don't even know how you got here. Number eight. Scientists thought the first known platypus was a hoax. I mean, th- could you imagine laying eyes on one of these for the first time? They are funky looking creatures. When the first platypus specimen was sent back to England from Australia in the late 18th century, the scientists who examined it thought that someone was playing a trick on them. It naturally excites the idea of some deceptive preparation by artificial means. Zoologist George Shaw wrote in the first scientific description of the platypus, published in 1799. Whoa! That said, one of the most remarkable and weird aspects of the platypus, its ability to lay eggs, wasn't discovered for another 100 years. So when did we actually find out that it was a real animal? Well, I mean, I'm sure they they discovered it was real, I'm sure, through examination, but I guess at first. Because they probably found a dead one. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Number nine, they use gravel as makeshift teeth. Platypuses don't have teeth inside their bill, which makes it difficult to chew some of their favorite foods, but they have worked out a pretty ingenious solution. Along with worms, insects, shellfish, and whatever else these bottom feeders scoop up to make a meal out of, the platypus also picks up gravel from the riverbed. The platypus packs the whole lot into pouches in his cheek to carry it up to the surface where he munches away using the bits of gravel as makeshift teeth to break up some of the tougher food. These animals are extremely intelligent. So they make dentures out of rock. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. I can't make dentures out of rocks. That's that's insane. It, that's amazing, isn't it? Why do they not teach about platypuses like in school? Yeah, I mean like a class devoted to it. <laughs> They're very fascinating. Number 10, they use their tails for all sorts of things. Unlike beavers, which have very visually similar tails, platypuses don't use their tails to slap the water in warning or even to move them through the water. Most of the time, the primary function of the platypus's tail is just to store up to nearly half of the animal's body fat in case of a food storage. A female platypus... A food shortage or storage? Shortage. Okay. That's where they... Yeah, it's... It sounded like you said food storage. Oh. Keep going. Well, maybe I did. Anyway, shortage is what I meant. Okay. A female platypus also uses her tail to hold incubating eggs against her warm body oh so they have this whole funky like weird wide tail and the only purpose is to store fat and then mama ones use it to snuggle their eggs which i mean it's full of fat i guess it's, yeah. it should be pretty warm cool. I mean, oh my gosh they're very smart creatures wow that's amazing was that it oh yeah that was the last one wow Patreon.com slash The Bob and Katie Show. If you're enjoying learning about the platypi, the platypods, the platypus, the platypuses. I feel kind of dirty when I say platypuses. We'll just say platypi because that is so fun. Say it. Platypi. Isn't that fun? Don't you want to just say it like platypi, platypi, platypi? That's so fun. Your lips, it's almost like your lips are flapping. Platypi. How many people are trying it right now? Say it. Say it. We'll wait. Platypi. Platypi. Sorry, I like platypuses. Patreon.com slash The Bob and Katie Show. Go to patreon.com slash The Bob and Katie Show. You don't even have to type www, just patreon.com slash The Bob and Katie Show and uh, pledge your allegiance to the kingdom for $1. So you want to hear about this yogurt? Oh, yeah. I already forgot about them. We've been back on the diet thing. You've been killing it. 
Um, we've lost almost 40 pounds together so this year. And it's only, what, February? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've done fantastic. Well, I knew I was going out of town. I was going to be in a hotel room. I knew the diet wasn't going to hold up. I didn't go crazy. But if there was something I wanted, I got it. Well, we stopped for breakfast the first day at the Cracker Barrel. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I ordered this meal. It was eggs, bacon, uh, biscuit, and some yogurt with granola. Mm, that sounds good. It wasn't that great. The yogurt wasn't good. No, no, no. Or the, all of the all eggs. Of really? Um, they were kind of they were kind of bland. Like the breakfast wasn't. You know, it, it, it was, was just yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that yogurt because we don't eat sugar, and I love yogurt, and I hadn't had yogurt mm-hmm. in I don't know how long it's been. Yeah, and I can't do plain yogurt. It's disgusting. They brought it to me in a mason jar, mm-hmm. like a tiny little mason jar. And then they also gave me another whole side of granola for when you eat the top half, you can pour more granola in Aww, it. Oh, well, that was thoughtful. So you remember Stacy? Um, she yeah. was she she was the one I went to breakfast with. While I was eating that yogurt, she could have been talking to me. I have no idea what happened in the world other than that yogurt going in my mouth. <laughs> oh my I couldn't God. hear anything. All I could see was the the granola. And the yogurt and the spoon and the love, Katie. The love that was going into my heart with every bite of that yogurt. It was the best thing I ever had. What is wrong with me? No, I get it because the kids eat yogurt, gosh, almost every day. They like to have yogurt for breakfast or with breakfast. And like, I'll fix some yogurt and I will lick a spoon sometimes. And I'm like, mm, oh my God. Yogurt. It's so good. I love the yogurt. <laughs> yogurt. <clears throat> that might have been too much. So let's talk about McDonald's toys. Were you done talking about yogurt? I'm sorry. I don't know, man. I'm sure that everybody's done hearing about yogurt. I just don't know that I'm done talking about it. I just want to keep reliving that moment. Yeah, we should probably be done. <laughs> Let me tell you what, though. So I, ate, I was like, that sounded really mean. Yeah, I ate, I ate half that yogurt, right? And then I went, that's when I figured out what the granola was for. I was like, oh, that's what it's for. I was out of granola. Did you add the rest of the granola? I did, but I dumped it all in oh there. Oh, my God. And then did the, it have fruit in it, too? It did. So the fruit. What fruit did it have? The did fruit it have was towards the bottom. Are you getting me excited on purpose? Is it blueberries? Is no. it, <gasps> is it blueberries and strawberries? I think it was just blueberries. Oh. But they were towards the bottom. They were So they, I didn't have any of them up at the top. I didn't even know there was any fruit in it. It was like a surprise. So when oh, I got down halfway, nice. I poured the rest of granola in there. And then I was going to stir it up. And when I started stirring it, it was like. Oh, what's down there? The fruit came to the Ooh. top. It did. It came to the top. And I was like, oh, you dirty girl. And I started swimming up anymore. And like, I'm stirring it hard, right? And I'm looking down this at it. This is why I can't let you out of the house without my supervision. So I look up and Stacy has her fork in her hand with some food on it. But it's just like suspended in the air. And she's just staring at me. Oh, my God. And I go, it's good. And she just starts laughing. Because I'm telling you, like, I was in this yogurt. <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to eat it or mate with it. Like, <laughs> this yogurt was good. Mmm, <laughs> that Cracker Barrel yogurt. I'm sorry, you said something about McDonald's toys? No, I had a conversation recently. I've I've come to the realization. I feel like we need to, I don't know, we need to have a, a come to Jesus meeting with McDonald's over these toys they're putting in the Happy Meals. Oh, I know. It's hard work. Because let me tell you what happened in our house the other night. Oh, with the card, that cardboard crap. It was one night last week. You had grabbed Happy Meals for the kids, mm-hmm. and they don't get to hold their toy until they are done with their food. Right. And the toys that came in this were it was um 
these little cardboard Lego people from the Lego movie. Mm-hmm. It was um, Lucy and what's the name? Kyle? Is uh-huh. that her name? Anyway, the do the main characters from the Lego movie because you know the sequel's coming out. But they came as flat sheets of like cardboard paper, mm-hmm. and you had to like fold them up, and, and make you had to fold each piece and stick it. And there were you know two pe- little cardboard people in each Happy Meal times three kids. Do you know how long I spent folding? And making these cardboard people. And then what happened as soon as you folded them? Do you want to know before I even finished folding the last one? Let me guess. The kids were like. (laughs) Well, within about half an hour, I was picking shreds of paper (laughs) up off of the floor. And my heart, my heart just broke. Because I had invested at least a half an hour of my life to making these little things. And this isn't the first time McDonald's has stuck us because a while back, the kids got these little cars. And it's great. Oh, it's a car. Cool. Kids love playing with cars. But these cars needed 87 stickers stuck on every surface, big and small. I mean, you had to put headlight stickers on and bumpers and everything, windows, everything. Mm-hmm. And you know how long the toys got played with? Less time than it took me to put the freaking stickers on. I feel like we need to be at the table. You know, whatever this table is where people are deciding what toys go in there and just go, let me, let me explain to you how most of the I, parents that buy Happy Meals think about the process of buying the Happy Meal. They're buying the Happy Meal to make the kid happy. Because when kids are happy, they're not screaming. <laughs> so it's a little bit of time. Secondly, <clears throat> the parent doesn't have to cook the Happy Meal. The reason that yeah. the parent isn't cooking the Happy Meal is because we don't have time. We got to save some time <laughs> right. somewhere. So in our minds, we go, oh, I'll pick that up. It's really quick. And, and, and they'll have a toy. So I'm going to get like 10, 15 minutes of the kids being happy. Well, the kids ain't happy when you give them cardboard things that you got to put together and rip apart. No, because it all three children were just clinging to me going, Mommy, are you going to do mine next? Do mine now. It's my turn. Oh, this one's head fell off. Mommy, are you done? McDonald's robbed you of that 15 minutes. I was not happy. And I think we need to start a, uh, a petition. Oh, my. I do. I think they owe us. They owe me 15 minutes? Yeah, they owe us 15 minutes. They should send somebody to this house to watch our kids for 15 minutes <laughs> while we just go walk down the street or something. Just go lay, We just go outside and lay in the grass. Just look at the sky, just going, freedom. Apparently. You know, like that scene from the Shawshank Redemption when he crawls out of the, the crap tunnel? It's like raining on him, and he's just spinning around. That's what it feels like when I go to work. Like I, I go, bet. I go to work, I and I'm be like, "Ooh, things about to calm down a little bit." I believe it. Clearly, I don't believe there are any parents on whatever committee at McDonald's decides about these toys in the Happy Meals. Because I tell you, like you said, uh, no parent would go, "Yeah, let's send these kids home with this toy that the parent has to work for, and the child's going to cry and scream while the parent is trying to stick on these stickers." Just to have to pick the toy up out of the middle of the floor five minutes later. You know what we should do? We should just not let... Sometimes we'll let the kids know. Because we they, they get a Happy Meal like once every two, three weeks or something like that. Just not tell them that we're going to do it. And we'll go up there. And before we order, I'll go, let me see the toys first. 
Don't give me no toys I have to assemble. And I'll look at them, and if I feel like there'd be too much time involved, we'll just <laughs> we'll not get Happy Meals. At that point, it's like, it ain't, it's not worth it. Well, that was way too much work to find. <laughs> I guess. Do you think we can let everybody in on the circumstances, which will leave you with a vehicle when I go to work? You mean the Death Jedi? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's back. Well, sort of. Sort of, yeah. Not yet. <laughs> Almost. It's almost back. It's in rehabilitation right now. Um, We've got the best doctors. It's in the best care. And uh, things are looking very positive. The EKG's just a thumping away. The prognosis is good, huh? Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, It's really good. No, what happened was I recently, uh, I've changed positions in the company that I'm in. And uh, this position is going to cause me to travel a little bit. Um, So... The best course of action for us for this position is to get a second car. And I just couldn't, I mean, I was going to buy a car. Like that's, that was the plan. Like I was looking at new cars, like I was going to buy a car. And the more I looked, I was just like, I really don't like any. I have have a very specific look. It's because we're getting old. Maybe that's what it is. You come more particular and set in your ways the older you get. I I believe that. Yeah. And 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 different degrees for everybody, but... It's true. So I spent like, what, three weeks car shopping? Yeah. Three, four weeks. And I I will not spend $15,000 on a car that I'm like, eh, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, I want my jaw to drop. You know what I mean? Like, when I see (laughs) You want to be swept off of your feet. I want to feel at least You're such a romantic. I want to feel at least half as good as I felt about that. You want to feel butterflies? I want to feel- at least half as good about that car as I felt about that yogurt. Whew, you're setting that bar extremely high. And then one night I was laying in the bed and I started thinking about it. And I was like, you know what I really like? I really like my Jetta. And I haven't driven it in over a year. And the reason is because uh, the, the check engine light was on. There, the, the car ran fine. It just had something weird going on with it we weren't able to figure out. And because of the, the state that we live... <clears throat> It wouldn't pass a, a, an inspection, the um, emissions inspection. That thing broke. I don't remember what the what piece thing? was called. Oh, on the engine? Yeah. We, no, we got that fixed, though. Yeah. The, the only reason the Jetta hasn't been on the road is because the laws in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Well, they changed the law. So the car is legal now. But Well, almost, it still needs to be inspected. Yeah, yeah it's got to be inspected. <laughs> I got to get tags. And I, I've been paying insurance on this thing the whole time. I haven't even been on the road. Mm-hmm. But uh, And I just started thinking. I was like, you know, if I'm going to make a car payment... Why don't I just put my Jetta on the road and then every month I'll just put a little bit of money into making the car run a little better. Mm -hmm. And I like that car. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. To be continued. The Death Jetta returns. The saga. Again. The saga of the Death Jetta. It's not over. It's not. It is not. It is back. Are you okay with that? I don't care. The fact that I'm not buying a new car, I'm just going to go after the old one. Yeah. It's cool. Awesome. High five. As long as you get to and from work safely and I have our flex back, then I don't I don't care what you drive. <laughs> I mean, to a certain extent. <laughs> I care how much you pay for what you drive. Yeah. Well, we have uh, one more question to answer. You actually brought this up. Uh, the, the last episode, there was a question we didn't get to or some, something happened. We didn't get to it. Uh, it was an email from Jessica, I think was the name. I don't have it in front of me. And uh, she wanted to know how we have such a great marriage. We cannot discuss that. Why? <laughs> Stop being nasty. This is a family show. No, it's not. Um, I, well, do you Jessica, consider, do you consider we have lots of great? sex. We do. And um, 
we're friends. Yeah. Yeah, you're one of my best friends. No wide world. I like you a lot. I mean, it's a good thing, too, because good Lord, we made a platypie of kids. A platypod. Yeah. We, ha- we have a platypod. And I love them almost as much as I love that Cracker Barrel yogurt. <laughs> Find your laugh. Find your happy. This has been a CabCast Studios production. For more episodes and information, visit CabCastStudios.com.